Hey, welcome to the Eat Local New York podcast. I'm your host, Anthony Tringale. And in this week's episode, I'm sitting down with the crew at 317 at Montgomery Street. Well, I had really, you're going to hear it here in the episode, I had just a phenomenal time. No offense to any of my previous podcast guests. I had maybe one of the best times I've ever had recording a podcast. It was just such a great time this morning. So big shout out to everybody. Joel, Natalie, Darius, such a great time. Uh, really, the most important thing that you could do from listening to this episode is to go down to 317 at Montgomery and go have dinner there. Uh, I can tell just from having a conversation with them that you're going to enjoy your time. You're going to enjoy yourself there. Great time with them today. I can't say it enough. You're going to love this episode. Well, I want to give a big shout out to our sponsors for this week's episode. First of all, we're the sponsor. We're the first sponsor for this episode because on October 5th, that is Monday. It's coming up a week from today, October 5th. We are launching for sale the new Eat Local New York card for 2021. This is very exciting for us because it's the first time that we are going to have the card for sale where restaurants are participating all over New York State. We're adding new restaurants all the time. You can head over to eatlocalnystate.com. That's eat local, then the letters nystate.com, and purchase your Eat Local New York card for $25. And whenever you go out to eat at one of the many participating restaurants, there's over a hundred of them uh, right now, which is amazing. Whenever you go out to eat at any one of those participating restaurants, you spend $25 or more, show your card, and you get $5 off of your bill. And you can use that over and over and over again as many times as you want from October 5th until the end of December 2021. So head over to eatlocalnystate.com and purchase your card today and support local. Really... What's great, and I've announced it before in the podcast, is that we're donating 20% of every sale of the card to directly support the United Way of Central New York, something I'm very excited about. Uh, I'm just thrilled that we were uh, able to sit down. You heard that episode with Ray Manassa, talk to him, learn more about the United Way, and now we're going to be donating that money to them. I, I just... That really is what I love so much, that and supporting the local restaurants. So head over to eatlocalnystate.com and purchase your card today. And our next sponsor is Good Buddy Coffee. Good Buddy Coffee is a brand new coffee roaster. You can find out more about them by visiting goodbuddycoffee.co. That's goodbuddycoffee.co and purchase one of their coffee blends like their rescue blend. It's a dark roast coffee. And 10% of every sale goes to support Helping Hounds right here in Syracuse, New York. So if you love coffee, if you love good coffee, and you love dogs like we do, then go over and buy a bag of Good Buddy Coffee. Again, head over to goodbuddycoffee.co. Well, without further ado, here's my conversation with the crew from 317 at Montgomery Street. So I've been gone for about a uh, year now, a little less than a year or yeah, a little less than a year. And, um, yeah, so I worked there and I used to do the podcast there in like the main office upstairs before, um, uh, I got this space and I only got this space because I wanted to have recess. So on the card we have like Kubal peaks, recess, simple roast, Mm -hmm. I think that's it. But I wanted to have the guys from Recess on the like on the podcast, right. and I knew I couldn't have them on in the Kubal office. Not that anybody out, like, right. nobody it's, listening would know. Right. Um, but I just knew that like if Matt saw, yeah. you know, the guys from Recess in his in his office, there'd be a conversation yeah. to be had. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I got the Delavan Center, and it's uh, great, man. That's the awesome. first couple months, it looked like an asylum because it was <laughs> all I, literally all I had was like this table in the center of the room with two microphones yeah. and a camera and nothing else anywhere. Well, and work. that was the backdrop, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I worked for Usherwood when I moved back from Rochester. Okay. I worked for Usherwood for a solid three months, and they canned me. Oh, really? <laughs> That's all. They cool. gave me like. The territory of Sherburne. Mm-hmm. You know where Sherburne yeah. is? Yeah. yeah. In the middle of nowhere, there's nothing there. There's like one mom and pop business there. And yeah. they're like, sell a bunch of copiers down there. It's going to be great. That's I'm like, nah, I can't do that. Yeah. yeah. I once worked, I used to work for Metro Mattress, and uh, I got a promotion, they called it, to the regional manager out in Buffalo. Mm-hmm. And my area was Niagara Falls down to Olean. 
Have you ever been to Olean before? Yes. Olean is the worst. It is. <laughs> I went. I used to live in Chillicothe, Ohio, mm-hmm. at one point in my life. And That's how you pronounce it. I've yeah. seen the spelling. It, it, yeah, it's a uh, Chillicothe it ends with a T H E. Yeah, right? Chillicothe. Chillicothe. It's um, maybe uh, the most racist town in America. <laughs> um, Perfect. And uh, and. That encompasses all people who aren't from Chillicothe, by right. the way. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it it's constantly smells like someone pooped broccoli because there's a paper mill. Ugh. There's a mead paper plant in the town. Right. And if you've ever been around a paper plant, it just mm-hmm. smells like pooped broccoli all the time. It's perfect. Um, and get one it, of these in Goose. It has the most <laughs> uh, buffets like per capita of any other town in America. Sounds like like a fine place. Every other restaurant is like a CeCe's Pizza or a Golden Corral or an Old Country (laughs) Buffet. Like every, yeah, it's it's the worst place. Yeah. And uh, Olean is, uh, Olean's not that bad, but Mm -hmm. there's nothing in Olean. Yeah. So, yeah. And it's like four hours away. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, introduce yourselves, everybody. Um. My name is Joel. Um, I'm a partial owner of uh, 317 at Montgomery. Uh, this is... My name is Darius Blue, um, executive chef. And I'm Natalie, the other partial owner of 317 at Montgomery. Nice. Is your last name Blue? Yep. That is the fucking best name. Awesome. <laughs> Darius Blue. <laughs> of course you're a chef. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it should be that or like a musician, right? Yeah, right like, right, those right, are the right. two things he that walks you. Around. I wanted to be a musician first. Did you? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he, he, walk, he cooks with a bass guitar. That's yeah, amazing. The oh, the drumsticks. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, that is the best name I've ever like. You're like of anyone I've ever met in my life. That you have the best name of anybody I've yeah. ever met before. Well, that's awesome. Darius fucking blue. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm par- I'm partial to Joel Carpenter, but that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome, man. All right, so how long have you guys had the restaurant? I know you we were telling a little bit before, yeah. so Natalie, you were there before with the previous owner. Mm-hmm. I worked there for four years under the previous owner, and um, it became ours on the 1st of January this year. Wow, great timing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then the kick in the stomach of COVID. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, in the stomach is where we got kicked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so how does that work? I mean, uh, like, when was the previous owner wanting to sell? How did you guys come to buy it? Um, well, he had he had moved um, to Arizona. He still has businesses in New York, but he had moved. Um, and one night I was working, and um, our there was an issue, mm-hmm. so I, I messaged him, and he's like, oh, you want to buy the place? <laughs> and I said, wow, yeah, we're, you're that sick of our shit already? That's <laughs> pretty much how it went, awesome. and he said, no, I'm serious, and I said, name your price. So, you know, Joel and I hmm. talked about it, and we're like, yeah, all right, it's something we'll, we'll kind of get the ball rolling, see what we need to do and everything and yeah, yeah. that was in about july last year mm. last summer yep um then one night joel made a phone call in november and um said the restaurant is ours january 1st wow <laughs> <laughs> um so it was pretty like yeah streamlined yeah but. so you were running the restaurant before obviously all of that how long had you been there about four years okay and you were in the restaurant industry for no, years. No, not at all. I uh, I still work for a company called Spin Car. Yeah, um, I'm a, a sales manager there. Mm. Um, I've been in sales my whole life. I've literally the only time I worked in a restaurant up until purchasing three one seven. I washed dishes. Okay, uh, when nice. I was sixteen. Nice. It was about it. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I, I rely on her for all the kind of. Well, he's he's got a really stuff. good mind yeah. for food and for flavors, yeah. and so he gets that very well. So so when everything started happening, we we stuck him in the kitchen. <laughs> yeah, um, that didn't and work I was out, out on the floor. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a very different beast working well, in a restaurant kitchen yeah. than kind of doing your own thing at home. Oh, um, for sure. Yeah, we learned quickly that um, 
his pretty face should be out <laughs> in front of people. <laughs> I was just talking to somebody who was saying they have uh, – <clears throat> they used to have like a – they're not really like a restaurant. It's like a farm that has like all their attractions and they have a cafe mm-hmm. where they do like breakfast and lunch. And um, this cook that they hired – he had she was just telling me uh they had like four orders and uh coming at once and but he was making one set of eggs at a time mm. on like this massive 36 <laughs> inch griddle yeah he was only doing one set of eggs at a time so yeah it's definitely a lot different than well, that's being why we home. have Darius. yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> i was literally in the back and it was one night we had a really busy shift and it was everything went fine you know mm. and Anybody who knows the restaurant industry, and I'm just learning, right? Yeah. But anybody who knows the restaurant industry, it's way different back in the kitchen than yeah, for sure. You know, it's it's you know it's wild back there. Yeah. And I'm trying to be as efficient as possible, and I just figured out I was in the way. Yeah. You know, like I'm like <laughs> I think we should do this, or I'll do that, and blah blah blah, and I'm bumping into her. And yeah. I'm, you know, over there. Helping Darius, and then like he's like, "Well, just get out of the way, and I'll do this." And I'm like, oh. "All right, I'm just going to go out here and talk to people. I don't know. Like that's, <laughs> that sounds good to me. It yeah. Sounds way better. Yeah. You know? It was really funny because Darius and I, when it slowed down, you know, we both kind of looked at each other and went, "Joel can't be in the kitchen." <laughs> <laughs> and uh, probably you know, ten minutes after that, Joel came over and he's like. I don't think I should be in the kitchen. <laughs> and I just gave him a hug because yeah. I didn't want to tell him, you know. But, didn't want to hurt uh, my feelings. Actually, but you know? Did you take but, you it know, hard? He's like, yeah, no, that's no. not. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you were ready for it? I was ready, yeah. man. Like, I, I, I'm a firm believer in finding your lane and staying in it. Like, I'm, Get me back to doing yeah, the social exactly. media. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, a, it's, it's a tough fucking business, man. Yeah. I mean, I don't have to tell you guys that. Yeah. Um, I mean, I've never uh, been in it in something like this, but it's a tough business and a good day, right? Yeah, for sure. Well, I mean, they, you know that there's there's all kinds of stats out of there out there that over fifty percent of every you know oh, restaurant yeah. that's started fails. Yeah, for know, sure. Um, within the first couple of years. I wonder. So. Uh, yeah, I mean, do you feel that that's going to be different for you because you've purchased like an established restaurant? Yeah. yeah. Yes, and I mean, and we're just trying to build on it, right? So there was already a, a, a set clientele. Yeah. You know, um, but there we thought when kind of the idea was being kicked around of purchasing the, the business mm-hmm. of just ways we could make it better and ways we could get more people in, mm-hmm. right? Uh, because we are, you know, it, it's Salina, Warren, and then Montgomery. Yeah. Um, and the three and a half years that, that Natalie was running it, there's there wasn't a ton of foot traffic. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. there's the Y right next door. Right. Um, but there wasn't much else going on. But now, yeah. like, when we started to talk about it, all the development downtown <laughs> started happening. And, you know, all these new uh, apartments were going up. And, oh, yeah. like, right across the street from us, the uh, the common space, yeah. you know, was being built. And, you know, now there's people oh, that's over right. there. That's over there, yeah. And we were talking, you know, there's there's other things going on over there, um, you know, like with the church. And they have a, a, a <clears> space that um, they're going to be working on. And, cool. and, you know, there's there's a lot more traffic in that area yeah. than there ever has been. So if COVID wasn't here, we think that, you know, obviously things would have been a lot better. But, you know, one of the main reasons why we think that we're still, you know, uh, kind of kicking, mm-hmm. right, is yeah. because we do have a lot more walk-through traffic. We do have a lot of people walking around like, oh, I've seen this place. And yeah. you wouldn't believe how many people just walk in and say, hey, listen, or they set a reservation and I go out and talk with them. And they're like, well, you know. I've walked by this place like five, mm. six times on my way somewhere else and always yeah. wanted to stop in and, and, you know, they're glad they did. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, oddly enough, it's, you know, it's funny. Like when I was at Metro Mattress, the vice president of the company used to go all the time. This oh, is, really? yeah, this is like three years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, Steve Giordano, great guy, but he was to go there all the freaking time. Mm-hmm. Now he also used to go to like uh, Texas Day Brazil all the time, so right. I did question his. <laughs> I was like, "Are you sure?" Like, he was like, "It's the best place." Hey, like, listen, and I, I'm, I'm not, not knocking the. I'm not knocking it either <laughs> because I love to go there and get the meat sweats, man. I, yeah, I'm good with oh, it. See, I hate going there. <laughs> really, I absolutely hate Why? going. Uh, I'm going to sound like a pompous prick for one second. And that is, I've been to Brazil before. So oh, like, so like, like the, this isn't right, really Brazilian. Right. So no. like when you go to Brazil and like you go to like a Brazilian steakhouse, mm-hmm. they're not nice. You know, it's mm-hmm. like, uh, it's like going to a Mexican restaurant in Texas. Right. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, it's a hole. Right. Yep. 
Um, and then they're literally just in the back over like a fire, like grilling everything. Yeah. Um, for dessert in, in Brazil, for some reason, all these steak, like, uh, Brazilian steakhouses, it's like Nestle ice cream, but it's out of like the gas station, like freezer things, yeah. you know? That's good. So they literally just walk over and open it up and you pay uh, 50 cents at the yeah. gas station and they charge you $5 right. at, yeah. the, at the restaurant. That's but, good. Well, in Brazil, you would sit down and eat an entire thing for like $8. Oh, wow. Yeah. And you would get like, this amazing mm-hmm. experience. Uh, and I was there twice when I was a, like in high school. Oh, okay. And each time we would go there, like at least once on that trip. And But like in Brazil, you had like chicken hearts was like one of the oh, things that they would bring by. And I've had them. Like weird fried, shit. Though. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, but also having said that, it's the same reason why I don't like to go to a buffet. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you haven't noticed, I'm a little bit of a bigger guy. <laughs> and uh, there's just like, uh, you know, an association. Right, right. I don't want to be a part of that association. <laughs> I don't want to like walk in, you know, with the trumpet playing be- or the tuba playing yeah. behind me to Texas Day Brazil right. and sit and there like line it up. Right. Hell, I, I'm taking all of it. Right. Exactly. I'm not going to do that. That's not going to be me. I'll do it for you. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Yeah, I, got, I got you. Got yeah. All right. So we were saying, Derek, you used to be a, a barber. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, right. For 14 years. Yeah. And then. Now you're the chef at this restaurant. Yeah, it's amazing. Um, basically, I was just looking for another job to supplement my income. Yeah, and um, I was talking to Joel and Ellie one day. Well, you guys all—I mean, not to interrupt, but you guys all knew each other. You were saying before we started. Yeah, back yeah, in high school, and that's uh, one of the the crazy things about it is that, it, and we didn't even realize it, it happened so organically. You know, we took over January first, and um, was it? Dining weeks? It was dining weeks. Um, And we were slammed. And um, it was a good shift. Did you start with them from day one? No, he started. uh, No, no, I'm just talking about when we realized kind of, of, you know, what happened. About the 18th of January? Yeah, everybody from our hometown. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But we got done with a great shift, and I looked over, and, like, everybody was, we were all high-fiving. I think you were were the first one. And I looked over, and I was like, Jesus Christ, we all went to OCS. <laughs> like everybody, we all went to school together, yeah. like, which was wild. Like, and I didn't, like, we never even equated anything with it. We were just, you know, yeah. hey, you want to, yeah. you want to come work? We knew some good people and, you know, that, yeah. that could, could help out. Because well, also our general manager mm-hmm. is right. one of my lo- lifelong friends. Okay. Um, cool. Mine as well. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. As well. Went to school, you know, we all. No. Yeah, we, in we the all, woods together. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we all we all literally we grew up in Nedro. Um, you know, every I mean, one of us probably yeah. two three blocks away from wow. each other. You That's wild. I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, and, it's a cool story. and like you said, yeah. it wasn't it wasn't something that we really thought about. It just I don't just know happened. the stars kind of aligned mm. with with everything mm. where we just. Yeah. That's pretty cool when that happens and it's not uh, like pushed, Forced, you know. Right, right. Yeah, you, you, know, know. you don't want to. And that's what I was thinking about because I was talking with um, you know one of our one of our regulars and <coughs> excuse me, and he was I was telling him kind of the story of who we are and you know what we do and he was like so. You and your friends just all got together and bought a restaurant. And I was like, no, no. that's not what happened at all. Not one bit. Like, like this is honestly by accident. I don't that's know, you know, like yeah. uh, by accident, but it turned out to be, you know, kind of a blessing. In yeah, it seems yeah. to be working. You know? yeah. 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 I mean, we, you know, as with any restaurant, there's, yeah. you know, there's ups and downs. It's a, it's yeah, a stressful sure stressful thing and especially now yeah you know i mean everything's uncertain like i like you said i i worked there for four years previously so i understood the sales trends and and where things were going to go and it's there's just no no way to know anything right now you're just kind of living day by day but um doing it with friends you know is makes it easier yeah for sure you know because we're you know, we all love each other, and I think it it shows in our product. Yeah. <clears throat> what was like? What are the trends for downtown? Because I've been thinking about this lately. Like, obviously, you know, SU kids are back in town, mm-hmm. which that plays a huge, huge role in business. Right. Right. 
I mean, I don't think I don't know if a lot of people. Obviously, people like in downtown kind of get that, but it's not really stated so too much how much of an effect SU has on the local economy. Yeah, yeah. well, right. and, and Natalie, yeah, SU runs the town. Right. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, I mean, if SU wasn't here, yeah, exactly. Yeah. What would be right? You yeah. know, um, but I mean, we have a real uh, we have a great relationship with with SU. And Natalie can chime in on this, yeah. but yeah. those were uh, you know. Um, Graduation, graduation weekend, weekend parents, parents weekend, weekend. those yeah. were always leading up until our yeah. purchase um were always the biggest basically yeah. our super bowls other than you know like right. valentine's day and yeah. and dining weeks right um mm. and then the pandemic hit right yeah and we those lost went in the toilet and we lost losing yeah. losing graduation right. weekend was yeah that sucks. Huge. yeah i mean yeah. at the at that point if you're th- thinking of kind of like numbers it, it it was like four months worth of yeah. what we normally do. Oh, for sure. You know what I mean? So yeah. to lose that is, right. you know, it's it's crazy. And losing parents weekend. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. But we see, we did see hmm. um, as the students started coming back, we we would get some parents in. So That's it's cool. it's definitely still helping. Yeah. Um, and, and like we said, with the comments going up, um, now we're kind of getting a younger crowd. That's cool. When I was working there, you know, um, before we we bought it, it was you know kind of the older shows, Symphoria, yeah. which lovely, right. love it. But <laughs> yeah. but now we're starting to see just that we're getting a much younger clients, yeah. which is a lot of fun. Yeah, you know? for sure. Like, yeah, it's different. You know, I mean, it's a different dynamic because. You know, it, again, you know, you walk in and there's, we we love to serve everybody. Yeah. You know, but I think with the kind of emphasis on, on building more housing downtown for people, mm. um, that's why we're seeing more of that, you know, kind of younger influx yeah, sure. of, of, of people. And, and, you know, when we first opened up for, you know, just takeout mm. and whatnot, um, we switched our whole menu around to takeout type food. Yeah. Like if, when you come, it's it's a sit down meal. Yeah. Right. Right. You order Grubhub and you order filet and you want it medium rare. Yeah. You're not going to get it medium rare. Right. Right. That's tough. Yeah. You know. Um, yes, you are. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. We'll just sear it real quick and throw it out. You know. <laughs> we'll try our best. Like. Yes. Yeah. Listen. Like for you know. Three one seven on Grubhub. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm glad you guys are on that. That's awesome. Yeah. You know, but yeah. Grubhub fucking sucks. Yeah. Right? No, I <laughs> believe, yeah. believe me. Are yeah. we allowed to say that? Yeah. Yeah, because they're not local. Listen, yeah. I did. I did. Yeah, they take so much. Yeah. Of your money. Like a year and a half ago or so, I did a. I wanted to do it and just because I knew um, how much they took. And so I went – I mm-hmm. did interviews with like Limp Lizard, Glazed and Confused, PB&J Lunchbox, and the Brinewell Eatery just to talk about like what their experience was. Yep. And all of them were paying 30%. 30%, yeah, man. Which is – Off if, the top. If, it's, if, if you're running your restaurant well, that's your food cost. Yeah, right. for sure. You know? So add that together, that's 60% of whatever yeah. you're sending out. And we were trying to honestly – keep our doors open right you know we were just getting back into it and and we went in with what we thought were fair prices yeah right and found out very quickly that we weren't making a ton you know i mean yeah. it, we breaking were we were breaking even at yeah. best you know and it was yeah. like we would get uh, a On bunch of orders and we'd make yeah. like 50 dollars in a day yeah you know like that's, i um, that's crazy they cut your check yet yeah, yeah they finally cut us a check. Yeah, it no, was like it takes three forever. months later, we got a, we got a check from Grubhub. That was, but yeah, not even nice. to mention all the fees that the customer has to pay. Right. Yeah. Like, and yeah. like they have like the service charge fee, which is like four or five dollars, but then they also add the tip. Yeah. With the and they use the delivery charge right. as part of the total bill, which I mean that's a delivery charge. You shouldn't. Yeah. Right. That's what the yeah. delivery charge is. You shouldn't have to tip on the delivery charge. Right. Yeah, so for sure. It's just like it's. I feel it's like racket. it's yeah. It's breaking Without the a customer doubt. too. Right. It's know? a but huge it's a necessary evil. Yeah. Yeah. One hundred percent. They have everybody by the balls. Yeah. You know because it's like well I'm sitting on my couch I don't want to go anywhere. Right. What am I going to do? And in our area, there's you know we have. Grubhub, DoorDash, and Uber Eats, right? Yep. And Grubhub by far has the market. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I don't think there's there is Postmates and stuff, but they're not really nobody really does anything with right. them. Um, I'll use uh, personally, I'll use DoorDash just because I have like the Dash Pass. So like 
the one or two times a month that I order uh, from a delivery service, it's with that. Mm-hmm. And I only order that from uh, chain restaurants. That way they really get no. Um, but, <laughs> uh, but it does suck. And I, you know, I, 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 ideally, I would love to convince restaurants that it's not necessary, right. but only because it is 30%. I, when I, I had this argument with a place I used to work for, and I would be like, listen, that is our, that's more than our profit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, we're actually losing money every time that someone orders on Grubhub. Yeah. We're not yeah. making anything, nope. you know? Um, and it's really challenging. I, during quarantine, before everything happened, mm-hmm. uh, somebody reached out to me. They're like, we should start a local delivery service. And I was like, that's a full-time job, dude. So yeah. I didn't really – we didn't look into it too much. But then during quarantine, I really looked into it. And what I've – I was – I built this model. I was trying to convince a couple restaurants to take it and do it. But you could – it's – I think it's $500 a month, the software – that runs everything Mm -hmm. like it is everything's automated you put in your driver you put in your restaurants you upload your menu they build the website for you it's like a drag and drop thing you don't have to know shit you know Um, you don't have to be be a delivery connoisseur (laughs) right you're great at delivering and that's the only way you get a job and their system automates everything from the orders placed to it they automatically hit up a driver automatically give directions i mean And it's only like I think it was six hundred dollars a month for that software, mm-hmm. and so I had plan I had like built the business model, and I was like, okay. And my idea was to do a co-op to have like restaurants jump in. All they do is split the cost. They can hire somebody full time to run that business for them. Yeah, and uh, it would cost depending on how many join because they would just split it. But if you had like twenty restaurants, they'd each pay like two hundred bucks a month. Right. To have this. Um. So why aren't you doing that? I don't want to. Yeah, what the hell? <laughs> I don't want to. I actually just um, we are start... you taking notes on this? <laughs> yeah. Now it's, it's being recorded. Be actually. Yeah, it is <laughs> being recorded. It is going to go internet. out to everybody. Yeah. <laughs> I reached out to a couple of restaurants. I was like, "Here's the model. Do it." And uh, they were just like, "Well, if you want to do it, but I don't want to." Uh, yeah. Um, we're actually starting to, getting ready to launch a coffee company. Those coffee bags behind you. Oh, we really? launch it next I am Monday. I love the coffee. Yeah. So. Yeah. Goes live. I don't drink coffee week from Monday. You yeah. don't drink coffee. Not one drop. No, You've got too coffee. much energy. I to yeah, not I drink do. Coffee. See, look at me. I, I just yeah. need scotch in the morning. I'm all set. You know, I'm good. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Yeah, but the delivery companies definitely suck. Um, so, I mean, what was it like? Like, when did you guys first get Grubhub up and running? When everything kind of shut down? Was it? I I started it a long time ago. Or we owned it, and and the prices were not what they. I think it was. I think they took like ten percent. Oh, really? Yeah, it yeah. was something crazy. But um, hmm. you know, like Jill was saying, some of our food just isn't. It's not going to transfer. Right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it it didn't really end up doing anything. But um, we kind of we went back to it during COVID. But we shut down for what, three two, months. About two and a half. Months. Yeah. yeah. So, and then, you know, Hmm. and we were still collaborating. Like, we took um, that time to work in the lab, as we called it. That's our kitchen. Yeah. And just play with food. So, (laughs) the three of us would get together and just play with food and, um, you know, do certain recipes. So, when we Hmm. started back up, it was still takeout only. Yeah. But we knew we'd have to do more sandwich style bistro kind yeah. of things which for lunch is what we do anyway right. so it was it was fine um and the whole idea behind that was we build a menu out for that for that kind of covid time and see what kind of traction we got yeah it literally said covid menu on our yeah <laughs> and then taking that after we open back up obviously for you know full dinner dinner menu and then you know, the next step will be opening back up for lunch yeah. and utilizing that menu right. as our lunch menu, you know, because it's already kind of been tested. Yeah. Right? You know. What's it been like, like uh, now post-quarantine, things are they're still not anywhere near normal, but things are kind of, people are kind of um, not giving as much of a fuck about everything. Yeah, it's, uh, it's up and down. It ebbs and flows. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it, uh, one week it'll be slammed yeah. and the next week. You know, it won't be slammed. You know, yeah. we, we we have a, a steady flow. Yeah. You know, um, that's but, what I hear from a lot of people is that there's in, in all of this, there's no like normal. There's no, 
Not there's yeah. no normal. There's no um, uh, way to predict. There's no way to gauge anything. Yeah. Right. No, because we'll yeah. we'll literally we'll we'll literally have a night where you know one of our kind of signature dishes. I, I feel like all of our dishes are signature <laughs> dishes, but um, you know everybody well, people we take were the fillet. About that last night you know, with the pork. right? You know, we'll we'll get one night where seventy percent of yeah. the dishes are. One, right. one, you know, the pork chop or the filet or the, you know, yeah. the skirt steak, whatever it may be. And then all of a sudden we won't have another order of that mm. for like four days. Yeah. You know, so it's just hard to like yeah. figure out what to what to prep. Yeah. yeah. And that and we've had that problem with wine, too, because we used to, you know, offer 10, 10 different wines by the glass. Yeah. Um, between red and white. And it just came to the point where I was dumping bottles of wine out. Mm. Because we're operating at 50%, right. you know, and, yeah. you know, so somebody orders one glass of this wine and nobody orders it yeah. for who knows how long. And so then, you know, mm. you have to shorten your wine list. Right. Well, then you get, you know, reviews that are like, oh, it was great. Their wine list is kind of small, but it's workable. <laughs> right. And it's just like, it's kind of like a, you can't really win situation. And do a lot of people come into the restaurant knowing anything about wine? We do have some, you know, so, there, there are some, you know, I yeah. mean, I, I know several people that come in and talk about it, but yeah, you know, I mean, I know it exists cause like St. Urban, uh, has like this, like the most phenomenal, mm-hmm. right? Like wine list in the area. Um, I don't know shit about wine. Uh, actually we've got Gary Decker, um, who owns Vino Mania. Uh, I just had, yeah, I just had him on. So his episode comes out Monday. Oh, okay. And we were talking, like, oh, we I don't. We should all go there one day. So. Yeah, I don't know anything. Right over at Columbus it. Bakery, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, right yeah. on the same road. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I don't know anything about it. And so if I go out to a restaurant, uh, and, I mean, we're not really getting wine very often unless I know I'm in, like, a restaurant that knows something about wine. Right. Um, and I feel like a lot of people go out to dinner and they just, like, they don't really know shit. They yeah, just, they're like, you know, give me a. Your bottle of, or your right. glass of red. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. You know? We we have – it's a – I guess my point in saying all of that is like I feel some t- I feel like there are restaurants who kind of like I have to have this thing, you mm-hmm. know. Uh, but um, – She's more of a wine person than I. Are you? I don't – you know, I – Absolutely. I'll drink that whole bottle of juice juice right now. It doesn't really matter to me. You <laughs> 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 can take it to the golf tournament if you want. Yeah. and scotch stash here. <laughs> Uh, I mean, wines. It, it, it's tough too because you know we, and I, I don't know if you'll have to edit this out, but we want to serve. And you say whatever the fuck you want. I <laughs> we want to serve local wine as much yeah. as we can. Obviously, we want to do as much local as we can. Mm-hmm. But the thing about New York wine is, it's all so sweet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like even their gut. And yeah. I'm not a sweet. And and I think if you're I'm very really sweet. a wine person. You're not drinking sweet yeah. wine. You Let's, know, it, yeah. it, it, that's not saying anything bad about people who drink sweet wine. No, I get you. It's just. Do you know what tugboat is? Tugboat wine, tugboat red. It's called. It's the shittiest wine. Yeah, I'm like, pretty sure it's a New York wine, but it's like literally drinking dessert. But yeah, and that's like New York has an ice wine, which is like yeah. sounds really cool, right? But it's just like straight sugar, like yeah. It's, and hmm. so. It, it's just I grew up drinking Boone's Farm <laughs> wine. Is that even wine? Really? Uh, I don't even know. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> I think it's malt. <laughs> you know, no, that's Mad Dog 2020. <laughs> My progression. <laughs> Mad Dog yeah. Yeah, that's right. right now. I grew. I'm trying to think what I grew up drinking. Yeah, it was a good one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> When I, was, yeah. when I was like uh, maybe 12 years old, my dad, we went to this restaurant in uh, Little Italy. My brother went to college in Nyack. And mm-hmm. so every year for his birthday, we would drive down, pick him up, go into the city and go to La Mela in Little Italy for dinner, which is a phenomenal restaurant. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'll have to go there. Um, mm-hmm. and it's probably not a phenomenal restaurant, but it's <laughs> but when you're growing yeah. up, it was the bee's knees. Yeah, it's like, you you, know? it's the type of, like, did I really just say bee's I knees. I certainly did. did. No yeah. more whiskey. Yeah, we need some more whiskey. <laughs> I don't know. This is actually, I mean, I've never had podcast guests on at 9.30 in the morning and been drinking with them, and I have to say, oh, I'm wonderful. really, uh, we can edit that say, part too. My mom's watching. I'm really so, enjoying your this. Your mom doesn't know how to 
Yeah. <laughs> Scarlet showing right. right now. And we're going to get to your menu, Mr. Blue. But yeah. in the meantime, Lamella, it's like the restaurant you walk into where the walls are just lined with pictures of like the Holly, like the cast of like The Godfather and right. stuff like that. Right. right. Very little Italy style. Very right. Yeah. And um, you you can get family style, which is really what you should do if you go to Lamella. Mm-hmm. And uh, I took my uh, now wife there for – we went to the city in like December uh, almost three years ago. Mm-hmm. And so we went to Little Italy for – went to Lamella for dinner. And uh, we sat down and, of course, like all the waiters are Italian. Mm-hmm. And – um, we ordered, I bought like the cheapest bottle of Chianti that they had. On <laughs> it was like $12, right? For this Did the bottle. Did just look at you like, ah, oh, shit. No, he's he, a, no. He's a 15%er. <laughs> <laughs> he <came over. laughs> No, he came over and he like still poured it in the glass and I don't know anything about anything. So I just sat there. I was like, you can pour more, you know, but obviously oh, you're supposed to taste tasting. it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you can pour yeah. more. Yeah. Just <laughs> fill that right up, pal. I'm going to, going to need a bunch more of that. Did you bring a straw? Yeah. <laughs> bring a straw. <laughs> but, uh, at that, at Lamella, at the end of the night, if you, I, I assume if you're like an older man and you look Italian, they bring you a shot of, I think it's Sambuca, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Sambuca, yeah. Sambuca. With a coffee bean. Right, yeah. yeah. And so I'm when I was like, can. yeah, right. You can't. So, yeah. No, well, oh. I knew what Sambuca with a coffee yeah. bean was. When I was 12, my dad let me taste that. Oh, nice. So, yeah. Straight so I went licorice. from like, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah it's, yeah. Do you um, hate it yeah. now? Uh, I've never had it since then. Really? And yeah. I probably never will because right. I hate black licorice. Yeah, yeah. Not, a, not a big fan either. Yeah. Um, so that got me started, and uh, then here I am today with you guys yeah. <laughs> drinking whiskey at uh, nine in the morning. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. So tell me about your menu. Well, let me say this first: it's not my menu; it's <laughs> our menu. Oh, <laughs> that was yeah, right. that's collaboration. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. I like that because you know we're all fairly yeah. new at all of this. So. Yeah, for sure. I mean, what we, was, did you have experience like cooking in a restaurant before? Oh, absolutely. Okay, all right. but it it had been fourteen years actually since I worked in a kitchen. Was it like freaky going in there? No, it's like no. riding a bike. Yeah, well, really, it's like riding a bike. Uh, I would be really rickety. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the bike with yeah, the spokes are gone. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Your your shoelace gets caught in the pedal. You know, and I'm saying one that of those from my that. point of view. That's hilarious. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's a collaborative effort. Yeah, you know. Yeah, Joel's actually very big influence on the menu. Okay. Well, it's it's fun the world traveler because, spin cars yeah. the world yeah. traveler yeah. Yeah. You know, he's been in it's, 19 of the 20 best restaurants in the world yeah, so, you know, he's, yeah. it's wow. fun too because we, we you know we come up with like kind of like a general idea which is usually okay. Joel like mm-hmm. has this yeah. general idea this general flavor profile and then you know like Darius adds a little bit of you know southern a little bit of Nedro, we got you going. A little buddy. bit of Nedro, a little bit of you <laughs> know, just a little, you know, just that, three that thing to to bump it up a little notch, and then yeah. it's usually me. Mm-hmm. I have kind of like the soft little. She's the decorator. Finishing of the touch. Yeah, yeah, like yeah it's just, just the kind the of last little yeah. tiny. Yep. You know, just this little bit of spice yeah. here, mm-hmm. this little bit of freshness here. You know, yeah. so it's. It truly is. It's, it, really it's truly cool. a, a collaboration between all of us, and you know, like we're working now because kind of the the vision of the the restaurant itself is we want to be a seasonal restaurant, so yeah. changing the, the menu every single season. And no, we sure are a seasonal using, restaurant. Yeah, um, using all those seasonal products. So yeah, you know, we're working on the new menu to come out in October, hopefully. Mm. Um, you know, for the fall menu. And, That's cool. You know, yeah, going to go from there. So and it's crazy because we're. I don't know, we're just always bouncing ideas off each other. Like, Darius is always sending us stuff like, oh, check the, check yeah. this recipe out, that's check cool. this mm-hmm. out, check out what I found here. Yeah. And then Joel and I will be sitting at home and be like, oh, that's really cool. Let's try it. Maybe we should do this. Maybe we would do that. We didn't even mention we have another OCS alum that's our baker. Right. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, um, Cassidy. So our, our desserts are all made <laughs> in-house, too. <laughs> we had to tell you that we have a podcast girl, <laughs> By another person that we 
grew up with, went to That's school awesome. with. That's awesome. And mm-hmm. that, again, was an organic yeah. thing. Like, she would do Sunday dinners, which is actually, you know, how That's we cool. got Darius on board mm. with going to Sunday dinners. And she would make her desserts, and they were just yeah, out of this phenomenal. world. That's cool. Yeah. And we were and like, like, man, we could I, use these. I want yeah, these at know? the restaurant. Like, yeah. if you're down, yeah. do it. Yeah. So what was it like when you purchased the restaurant to the transition to then you're the official owners? I mean, what was that transition like? Was it like close on Friday, open on Monday, and you're the new owners? We never closed. Wow. So, yeah, we never closed. Um, the transition was um, <clears throat> a learning experience for yeah. me anyway because um, I had been running it the way that the previous owner yeah. had been mm-hmm. running it. And, um, now you get and to call the shots. Not, that just wasn't working. <laughs> it's different being us. a business owner and yeah. running the place. Yeah. You know, like, I mean, because you go, you go and you're used to doing your normal job. Yeah. But then you layer on top of that, okay, we got to have food costs. We got to yeah. be doing this. We got to be doing that. And, you know, it's it, it's definitely, there's a learning curve there. Yeah, for sure. And there's a learning curve for me because I obviously never worked in a restaurant. So, you know, it's uh, it's been uh, very eye opening. You know, I watch a ton of Food Network, right? Yeah. You know, right. And I watch all these shows of people who are successful, people who aren't. Yeah. You know, and, um, you know, I. I knew going into it. Yeah. You know, there's always, there's going to be ups and downs. Yeah, for know? sure. Um, but people don't really know, like, what it really is in yeah. the back and, and the yeah. kind of mindset that you're going through every single day. Yeah. Until you're really in it. Yeah, you for know? sure. Like, everybody's like, I can cook kinda great food. kind of why we're drinking whiskey. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's kinda, I, I but really, you know, it, yeah, it's kind of sure. like, it, you know, like yeah, everybody, everybody who's a good cook, you know, everybody who cooks food and people are like, yeah. I really like that. Man, you should open your own place. It's yeah. fantastic. That's a wonderful idea. Yeah. No, Joe's place would fail. Yeah. It would taste wonderful, but right. it's not cool, man. Yeah. What? <laughs> Listen. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I We're started. We're going to talk after this. <laughs> <laughs> we might not be talking yeah. after this. Depends <laughs> on how much more we drink. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> I, uh, it's one of the reasons why I like eat, like we are still doing our thing because the, in the early days, there was a restaurant that I met with who, like, that was just that. Mm-hmm. She was like a, a mortgage broker or something. Mm-hmm. And people told her she made the best whatever. You should open up your own restaurant. You make the best. Da 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 da. Yep. And so one day she decided to quit her job. I'm going to do it. Mortgage her house, pull out her 401k, and open up this restaurant in the worst location mm-hmm. with zero idea of any, about how to do anything. Mm. And uh, all that, you know, she was a great home cook who made a great tasting whatever. And now all of a sudden she has this restaurant. Within six months, it was failing. And, you know, it was also like susceptible to. Like the Clipper magazine people coming in and, hey, we're going to charge you way too much money right. to do this. Oh, everybody, okay, great. Everybody, when uh, you first get yeah. started, right. everything sounds like a great idea. Right. You know, and you're like, well, we should definitely do that or we should definitely do this. Yeah. You know, And all of a sudden what people don't understand is when you're running the business, obviously you want to keep it as kind of close right. to the best as possible. And if you invest in all of those, which all of those are, are really great right. ideas, but you really have to like look, sit down and look at your numbers and figure out what's the best move for you. Yeah. Because if you don't, and you sign on for all of them, you're right. going out of business. Yeah, for sure. You know. Yeah, I um, I could not imagine, uh, and not to make it really real because we've been drinking it super. <laughs> early. Uh, uh, when keeping it real goes wrong, that's yeah. going to be that needs to pop up on the screen right now. Uh, but I could not imagine having a fucking like an actual business restaurant like that. I could not imagine that. Like, no. I'm starting the coffee company, which is like. A little bit more risk than Eat Local <laughs> New York right. was. That was an Instagram account for like right. two years. Yeah. Uh, you know, now I have to like buy product and shit like that. But it's still no risk. Right. Like if that coffee company bombs when we open it, if like my mom buys a bag of coffee, lose? exactly, right. like a couple hundred bucks. And the restaurant business, obviously, that's a, a you're d- jumping in a bigger pool of water. Right. You know, and it's. Uh, it, and I say I don't say that to like scare the shit out of you before no. you go golf. No. Uh, but I say yeah, you're, there's nothing you, you can say right now right. that is going to scare her more <laughs> than she. Than, <laughs> but I I do say that out of like a respect. Like I cannot imagine like it's. I just think it's really admirable to like 
take that big of a risk Appreciate in that, life. Man. Yeah, it's really, really something else. Those sure. are usually the people that succeed, though. Right. Yeah, for sure, man. Right. Yeah. People who take risks. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and the I, thing I, is, we know we have the right people in yeah. the right places. Like, and, and we're all fighting for the same cause. Like, we're not a restaurant where we're going through servers or yeah, going through the cool. back of the house. You know, like, yeah. we're we're all in this for each other because, great. you know, you know, the only way one of us is going to make it is if we all make it. Yeah. Right. At this point. You know, it's not, in no offense, we're not like, we don't have college kids or seasonal right. help. Like, our servers. Yeah. Our right. front of the house staff. This is their career. This yeah. isn't their job. This isn't getting them somewhere else. And right. the, per- the person who's serving you, you know, you're gonna yeah. see familiar faces. And they believe in what they're doing. And yeah. they love what they're doing. And they're good at what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Dude, people that have been in the industry, serving, cooking, whatever, for years. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can't just put anybody into those roles no. and ex- and like expect them to be great at it. Like well, those and, and the type of the type of food that we have. I mean, honestly. You know, I mean, we, we're higher on and yeah. you know, food establishment, and again, again, yeah, yeah, end. it's it's a casual higher end. You know, yeah. I mean, you get a good meal where you can go have date night. You, but you right. can also bring. You know, we have downstairs where you can, you know, um, have ten, twelve people, whatever it yeah. may be, or you know, and you can show up in a. But yeah, you can show up in a t-shirt. You can show up in a t-shirt and eat. But but the the fact of the matter is, is we want to make sure that you know the experience that you're getting right is top of the line. Yeah. Regardless, it's not somebody who doesn't know the menu, who just started, or whatever it may be, or yeah. bumbling around out there. You know. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. I do like that about the modern day world of food is that really at the end of the day, it's just about the money. And so like right. like when we when I, we went to Saint, we've been to Saint Urban once, and when we went there for dinner, uh, like I was a little nervous and mm-hmm. you know, I was like, all right, you know, I better put on my nice jeans, you know, mm-hmm. and you know, put on the uh, button up that looks nicer, but it's too tight. Right. You know, <laughs> that sort of shit. And, this uh, is my third choice. But then we sat and we sat next to like a couple that was uh, like wearing a suit and tie and like a nice dress. And then we sat next to a couple that were wearing like hoodies and like, yeah. you know, college yeah. kids and 100%. a hoodie and jeans. Come in and, like, all right. It's, you know, our food makes us not, yeah, I mean, sure. I, I, I love the restaurant. It's, Beautiful, mm-hmm. but our food is what it, it's about, and the precision that Darius yeah. puts the food out, the love that he puts into it, and you know, just the pride in it. Yeah, you know, that's that's all we need. I've I've worked for chefs that you know they're classically trained, mm-hmm. blah, 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 like all that wonderful, yeah. amazing yeah. stuff. Bunch of titles, but if you don't believe in what you're doing, or if you're just yeah going through the motions it's different and and that's why you know darius is so great and Dar- yeah you know, i started at the pita pit by the way <laughs> oh did you really yeah, <laughs> yeah nice. here we go pita pit. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. but you taste it you taste it in the food you taste you taste yeah all all of us working together, right and i, I think that's together. kind of the yeah. and playing our parts you taste that in the food and but you get that in the service too because what I think we do best is, you know, work together through all of this, yeah. right? Putting the menu together, everybody tasting it, everybody having, you know, mm-hmm. an idea of what it is, and everybody knowing what has gone into that. Yeah. It's not just, you know, kind of, you know, big chain restaurant where it's mm-hmm. just a menu, here's a new menu, go out and serve it. Yeah. Right? You know, it's everybody literally collaborating together. Yeah. So that experience from front to back and back to front is the top of the line that you're going to get because like when the servers come out and they're serving the food and they ask the, you know the customer asks a question right. about the food they know about it they know what's yeah. gone into it so there's a certain type of pride in all that like for sure that's fantastic and you know going into what we actually put into that yeah um because like just small example like all of our sauces we don't get anything out of a bag everything's made in house everything's yeah. made in right the house everything we do like, right yeah, yeah. aioli's on our burgers and everything everything's homemade you know like we yeah make it. we make sure that we're we're when somebody's tasting something yeah they're tasting us, us. All right, so no, we'll scratch that one too. I don't know. Another thing that we haven't hit on is our general manager is also. <laughs> yeah, scratch that one too. It's, it's going our general down the wrong manager is also our farmer. Yeah, like that's cool. she yeah. provides us with yeah. 
with yeah. fresh produce. Yep. So, you know, it's yeah. All right, so how do you separate yourselves from the others in Syracuse that are also local, that are also working with local ingredients, mm-hmm. that are making their own stuff from scratch? Like, just walk me through that in your, like, day-to-day thinking. Like, what's your thought in, all right, how are we going to get the customer to come from Armory down to us or from Fayetteville down to us? Well, right now... Um you know, I'm using a lot of, we're using a lot of, you know, social media, you know, obviously, yeah. you know, kind right. of free advertising. Yeah, of for things, sure. You yeah. Know, the more we can do that way. But a lot of our, honestly, the we've gotten a lot of reviews from that. And yeah. A lot of people who came in and said, hey, man, I saw the picture of, you know, what you guys yeah. got. I needed to try this, that Listen, kind of thing. Listen, I'll say, like, you're one of the few that I've, I don't ever research anybody before an episode or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, last night I was like, I did just a quick Google search, mm-hmm. uh, mainly because I was trying to figure out what your name was. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> And, uh, uh, like, I'd say half the guests I've had, like, I've never met before in my mm-hmm. life. So, right. um, but most of them, I'm like, uh, who am I talking to on Instagram? You know? right. <laughs> so, right. but I didn't do that with you. <laughs> so, thanks, Robert. No, I'm yeah. just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's Alex. Thanks. <laughs> but when I Googled all of the, like, all of the consistent, like, Facebook, like, all the things that first popped up were the review sites, mm-hmm. and all of them were in four stars. And it wasn't like one or two reviews. It was like 90 reviews. And right. it was like, I mean, Kayak and TripAdvisor, like all of them had big reviews. Awesome. Well, yeah. And I think the other thing that separates us from like what you said is um, we keep it simple. Yeah. Right. We let the food speak for itself. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we'll get fancy words on the menu, but simple food, high quality <laughs> ingredients, exactly. right? It's, 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 quality it's all about the ingredients, just right? Simple food. We're and not putting them together not, in the right, yeah, the right. We're not manner. trying to confuse you, right? right. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. Yeah, <laughs> like we just and want you to get you get and, 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 and the other thing that, that people get what you know and again we want to we hang our head on being a place that anybody can show up, mm-hmm. but you're going to get fantastic meal. Yeah, we're going to keep it simple. Yeah. We're going to have great service. And great music. Mm-hmm. Oh, great music. She just keeps adding on. Yeah. I have lots of things. Yeah. How oh, nice. She came into this like, I don't want to talk at all. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. Right. She's like, I know. I'm not I've, talking. I've, talking. I've, talked about <laughs> I've thought about that quite a few times. <laughs> yeah, I'm, like, like, I'm, I'm just going to be quiet over there. You <laughs> yeah. just go ahead, well, Joel. And I'm just like, well, go ahead. Yeah. I always thought about it. I was like, you guys should switch seats. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about that later, too, Natalie. Yeah, yeah. All right, my turn. Yeah. Like, no, but, you know, my my kind of my idea of food is when you use great ingredients, mm. just put them together in the right manner. Yeah. You don't have to worry about it. Yeah. You don't have to come out with all these bells and whistles and all this stuff. We plate the food so it's beautiful, but you also are not going to – you're not going to come to our restaurant and show up hungry and leave Yeah, for sure. Right? You're going to get a good portion of some great food. Yeah. What's the most important ingredient, though, Joel? Love. There you go. (laughs) Damn right. I think it's Nedro. Yeah, it's Nedro. Nedro for life. That's what we are. (laughs) Yeah, that's awesome. I do know some people who love food that still suck at cooking. Yeah. 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 Love is important unless you suck. Yeah, that's Uh, right. That's right. I've been to some restaurants. It's important when you love Yeah, okay. We'll just turn her mic off, please. (laughs) (laughs) Too much good. Yeah. Uh, man, I haven't had this much fun in a podcast in a long time. I gotta say that. Yeah, we'll be back next week. <laughs> yeah, just replenish. Yeah, yeah, you gotta fill those bottles up. Yeah. There, uh, my wife's gonna ask when I'm doing at eight thirty in the morning. I'm going to drink. With yeah, <laughs> going to drink with the people from three one seven. It's great. <laughs> I was saying that you know it's it's kind of poor timing because. I've never scheduled four episodes in one day. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a, I have four. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, he's yeah. got to cook some phenomenal food. Yeah, oh, yeah. I have a golf tournament that I yeah. have to be at. Yeah, but you kind of – like that's the prerequisite for a golf tournament is to start drinking at 8.30 in the morning. Yeah. This is going to make me really poop. Especially it's going to make you poop, yeah. Oh, God. Well, uh, we didn't really talk about – much of the, many of the things that I wanted to talk about, um, but I had always a, come back. I know, but I had a great time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
And oddly enough, it's already been 50 minutes. It's I know. Feel like oh, it's been I, like I just 15. looked at the clock like, damn, yeah. I thought we just started. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, before we sign off, tell everybody where they can find the restaurant, where they can find you online. It's really easy. So our restaurant is 317 at Montgomery, which also happens to be our address. So. <laughs> Um, you guys are on Instagram and Facebook. On Instagram, yep. Facebook, Facebook, yep. Facebook. Not on Twitter best. yet. I don't know. Don't get I don't know. I'm not a big best Twitter way guy. to like find yeah. new things and, yeah. and what's going on and what we're doing. Um, you could always call us or yeah, you know. yeah. Just stop in. Just yeah, stop, yeah. In. stop in. All right, and Darius. Uh, Darius will treat you right. We're working stop on in. a lunch menu, so we nice. may be open for lunches here. Hopefully, in the next month or so. Within That's the, cool. Yeah, within the next month. Um, so uh, yeah. be on the lookout for that. But I'm always always trying to update social media as yeah. much as I can with new food pictures, new ideas, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. And, you know, just kind of what we're thinking and, and getting the word out there. So Keep um, doing the videos. Yeah. yeah, you know what? I, I was just thinking about that. I did the one yeah. right when we opened back up. Right. And um, everybody, you know, it seemed to go pretty yeah. well. But you I mentioned- had the mustache just like you right, <laughs> right there. I, I just yeah. shaved this yesterday. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. El Chapo. Yeah. El Chapo. Yeah. I did <laughs> Can I just say one thing? I yeah. just want to say for all restaurants, mm-hmm. like we're all operating at fifty percent. We're all yeah. short on staff. Be patient. Yeah. Enjoy your time. Right. Yeah. You know, we're we're People kind been, of we're kind of programmed to expect yeah. food at a certain right t- in a certain time frame, and sometimes it's just not doable. But, yeah. Yep. You know, we'd rather. Put it out well, then yeah. put it out fast. Right. So just bear with us. We're we're all kind of treading the water right, right. now. So. And I say, and that's for been, every restaurant. And yeah, yeah. People people have been stuck inside for a long time. Right. Go out and enjoy yourself. Yeah. Sit down, relax, have a glass of wine, I'll have a beer, your, whatever. Yeah. I'll come we'll out, sit down, and yuck it up with you. Full. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Well, you know, we want to make sure that you're having a great time and being able to enjoy your time out of the house. Right. Right. And I will also add to that, like, even though quarantine is done, mm-hmm. like COVID is still not over. Right. Exactly. And, you know, if anything, if you're going, like, during quarantine, we would, like, when we were doing takeout, we would get a bottle of wine just mm-hmm. because we wanted to add more onto the ticket for the restaurant. Right. It's still in effect. Like, yep. still do that. Yeah. Um, and I will say for yourselves and for other restaurant owners listening, raise your prices, please. The industry has not raised. All right. Yeah. Like, all right. <laughs> you hear that, Internet? The <laughs> restaurant industry has not, like, restaurants have not raised their prices in the last few years. And still only at 50% too. Right. I mean? well, so and, even, the, and the prices of our products. Have, yeah. Like right. the products. Yes, that we're exactly. Make. Costs yeah. have gone up and restaurants have not raised their price, their right. menu prices accordingly. And the issue with that is like, you know, now people are like kind of playing a little bit of a price game. But mm-hmm. Three Lives just opened up. Love them to death. Everybody should go there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Is that the arcade? Yeah. yeah. I, I, oh, I, I, oh, you there, mean 317? Everyone should go there? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, actually, they had the three. DeLorean out there two, yes, three exactly. nights ago. Because they yeah. can't have the arcade games right. on. Three weeks right. ago, sorry. Right. Yeah. Everybody should go to 317. Yes. But should. have and a night. afterwards. Yeah. The thing I love about... Uh, three lives is they're open till midnight mm-hmm. and so like this past week i've been oh, here gosh. working until like 10 getting the cards out and i can go there and get a beer late like late at night right you know so that's amazing i love yeah. that but they are charging they're not charging too much they're charging appropriately but mm-hmm. it's a lot yeah. If you're used to going, well, they to, have. Do they, what kind of? I don't. I they actually have. A, I don't know what type a very of good burger. They yeah, they're it's like burgers and, it's and gourmet fast food. Okay, I got it's you. Smash Burgers. He's got yep. a chicken sandwich. He's That's got. Great. I um, could use one of those right now after this whiskey. Here. Yeah, he's got like gourmet <laughs> hot dogs. He's making his own sausage. He's doing a lot. Yeah. Zach is a great, uh, great awesome. chef. That's awesome. Um, but my only thing in saying that is raise your prices. Well, if we get. People come back on that. Yeah, if we, if we get yelled at a bunch, <laughs> right. that's the guy right yeah, there. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thanks for drinking with me this yeah. morning. I appreciate it. Thanks appreciate for the shots. It. Thanks for yeah. having us yeah. on. Thanks man. so much, man. Yeah, we would have brought our own bottle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, there it is, everybody. Thank you so much for checking out the Eat Local New York podcast. Do us a huge favor. 
make sure you subscribe to the podcast. It just means that you're going to be updated the moment the latest episode drops. You can also head over to YouTube and subscribe to our YouTube channel, Eat Local New York, because we release the video version of every single episode right there on YouTube. And honestly, today is an episode you probably want to watch. Great, great, great time with the crew over at 317. Uh, Make sure that you go there and for dinner. You can also follow them on Instagram and Facebook, 317 at Montgomery Street. Don't forget, head over to eatlocalnystate.com, purchase your Eat Local New York card, and go support our latest sponsor, Good Buddy Coffee, at goodbuddycoffee.co. Well, that's it for me. We're going to catch you at the next episode of the Eat Local New York podcast. Mm -hmm.